0: Welcome to episode number two of If That Makes Sense, a Family Life original podcast about doing life in your 20s, 20-somethings, as a follower of Jesus Christ. And my name's Tim.
1: I'm Eliza. I'm Mary.
0: And I'm Mike. Okay, guys. Exciting, exciting topic here today. Generations. Generational divide. Generational distinctions. So I just want to hear from you. What are some of your experiences good or bad, with some of those stereotypes about how things break down. Young person, older person. What are some of your experiences with some of those stereotypical distinctions,
2: those divides that exist there? Well, I'll start by saying that I grew up in a church where I was very much connected to the entire church, especially the older generation. It Hmm. it almost felt like I was going to church on a Sunday, and I had 20 sets of grandparents, (laughs) and I loved it. And so that was a, a wonderfully positive experience, and I was able to discover just how much wisdom one can glean from someone who has done more life than I have, so I really appreciated the opportunity I got to have with them. And then on the flip side, I've also <laughs> been a part of churches where that wasn't the case. And there was this this sense of a disconnect between younger and older. And um, I'm sure we'll get into this <laughs> later on, but I've had to, had to um, sort of figure out what why, why that might be, and also maybe what my responsibility as a younger person is to bridge that gap. Oh, yeah. That does <laughs> sound like somewhere we want to go. So okay. keep listening yeah, and you might find
0: yeah, out. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Stay tuned.
1: <laughs> well, for me, my great-grandmother uh, lives with my parents and my siblings, and uh that has been a really interesting experience. Actually, uh, a couple years ago, I went and lived with her while she was still living on her own. Um, and I spent two or three months with her, just the two of us there. And it was really interesting and uh, patience testing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: interesting. That's, that word always is a bracket for a lot of other words.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I love uh, being able to spend time with her and learning about her life. Uh, she had so many really cool stories to tell, but she, she was also, especially when she, um, now that she lives with uh, my family, she's, uh, she has dementia mm-hmm. and um, it's, it's harder, but she remembers the way the culture was when she was growing up. She, was, uh, she grew up Mennonite Oh, wow. And so very conservative. Um, and she did not – it took her a long time to get used to the banter that my family has with each other. And if we were, like, pretending to be mad at each other because, you know, you do that in, right. in a family. She would get really upset, and um, she'd be like, you don't talk to your mother that way. Oh, no. And it was – It was really interesting to see her perspective on that, um, but also see how the culture had changed and how our family was different from hers.
3: Um, One thing I've realized is just being a part of different churches over time and and I think every church you walk into is a little different, right? Because it's it just looks different. Sometimes there's a really large youth population, and then other times it's not so much, you know. So it's like, where do I fit in in both of these settings? Um, and I know sometimes if you if you walk in, you say, "Well, there's not a lot of young people there," and it can be kind of this uncomfortable feeling of how do I how do I make this work for me personally? Um, and I think Mike and I kind of share some of some of this as well, but. I know that I tend to get along really well with um, some people in different generations than me. Uh, And maybe it's because I'm a little bit of an old soul on the gospel road over here. Um, (laughs) But uh, I tend to kind of cling more towards that and and be able to, they have a lot to offer and a lot of wisdom, you know? So I think that's something that's a little bit different for me.
0: Yeah. What I love about that, like everything we've said so far is about the the wisdom or or i mean something yeah there's some misunderstandings <laughs> with communication things but the wisdom the relationships the almost grandparentliness of of people who are in a generation or two higher than us it's just so interesting though that when that's your personal experience why is there there, there really is a real a stereotype kind of broadly of, oh, the old generation looks down on us and, you know, you're all snowflakes and stuff. It's just sad how we, we can take generalizations and apply them all across the board. And then these one-on-one experiences that you end up having, oh, wow. Oh, this person's more like a grandparent or, or a parent or an uncle, you know. And it's just, it's, it's disappointing that, We can let those broad lenses kind of cloud things that if we really just got into those relationships, we'd see what you just said, Eliza, like, oh, there's so much more to learn here. Mm -hmm. An experience I had that has always stuck with me was one at my parents' church with um, somebody who was um, probably – I wouldn't say like a grandparent age in relation to me, but definitely a generation and a half or so, well, let's say two, three generations above (laughs) me. And um, this was just a really clear example of, wow, we see things differently. I used to have long hair, really long hair, like shoulder (laughs) length longer. And there was a day in church when she came up to me and said, I want to talk to you, um, like privately, I want to talk to you about your hair length. I believe that that's uh, unbiblical, and it's not in accordance with what Paul wrote, I believe, to the Corinthians. But don't quote me on that if I'm not correct. That um, a man, it is a shame for a man to have long hair like a woman's, and uh, I think that you're in error. And I, I didn't see it as like a, like, oh, how dare you sort of thing. But it was just a moment where I stepped back and thought, wow, that's, I don't think somebody my age would have, would have, seen that that verse and and applied that that way anyways where i'm going with this though is that (laughs) if you stop the story there that would look like one of those generalized ideas of oh the older generation applies things really really strictly and and you know has an old-fashioned way of, of seeing things where that story went though is she was offering this this comment in love and i said okay i'll i'll pray about that and think about that and come back to you next week And the conversation we had the next week was, and I explained why biblically I didn't apply that passage that way. And it turned out to be a really great conversation. And it started a really good friendship that we kept as long as I was at that church.
1: Yeah, that's really cool.
0: Yeah. It's one of those places where if you just looked at the surface level and just decided to pull back and be like, ah, nah, stingy, strict, old school, then that would have been the end of the story. (laughs) But then you press into it. Oh, wow. There's a lot of wisdom. There's a lot of friendship. That can happen here. And Mary, I know I've heard you talk a lot about, and Eliza, you just mentioned it too, the wisdom that you can you can glean from people who have gone before us.
1: Exactly, yeah. People um, who have gone before us, as you phrased it, um, they are champs of change. I really like that phrase. I
0: like that. That's pretty <laughs> it's, clever. It's pretty
1: cool. I think I came up with it. So anyway. I have not um, heard it before I heard
0: you use it, so...
1: Um, But to think about it, there are people still alive who remember the Second World War. There are people Mm -hmm. who still remember the Great Depression. There are still people who remember not having cars.
0: That's crazy.
1: It's crazy. Just stop and even think about that. Exactly. Exactly. There's so many things, phones, internet, like this major thing that we have in our culture now that... People didn't have and were fine living that way. and it's really different for them to uh, be into this culture uh, that that is completely different and they're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I know a ton of older people who have phones and and aren't like, what is this foreign object in my hand? <laughs> and Although that
0: is my brother. So,
1: you know, that's not
0: generational sometimes. <laughs>
1: that's true. That is true. But yeah, just to think that, for example, my great grandmother grew up on a farm. She raised uh, all kinds of animals. They did all the farm work by hand or with primitive machines pulled by horses type of thing. And... Now she lives in a household where there's lots of computer screens and um, music playing all the time and children arguing with their parents <laughs> and, and everything like that. And it's crazy. It's like I have so much respect for everyone who, who has gone through that
3: transition. Yeah. So, can I just toss a, a little barrier out there that I think is a common one that we hear, um, and and I think it is really valid with some of the things that you were saying as well. Um, when we talk about like technology, and as as a generation, we become more connected, right? But the other argument is that we become disconnected. Right. <laughs> I know. I know.
0: But Shots it's, fired. it's
3: true. And honestly, my my grandmother, she's super smart and sharp. She's a financial advisor. Um, and she she texts me more than anything. You know, she knows how to use her <laughs> iPhone more than I do. But I still prefer the phone call. Um, I call people on their birthdays, and they're like, Eliza, why are you calling me? I'm like, because I'm about to sing, you know? So <laughs> like, Get ready. Get ready, because you're about to hear it. <laughs> um, and so I think that's one of the things, too, is that I really do think that's true. We've become so connected with technology and being able to shoot someone a message or, or something like this, and then we stopped having conversations. And I think it goes back to the generational differences, too, where we're talking about being in church with someone of a different generation, and we're so connected on our phones, are we stopping our are we taking the time to actually have a conversation to see where they're coming from? In your situation, Tim, you were talking about how you didn't know, you know, what her her background was, and, and she didn't really understand your point. And you're not going to get to an answer or to a, a friendship without having that conversation. Mm. So, I mean, what does the experience look like with that too? Because for me, it's been I want the phone call, I want that connection, but we have to remember to put down put down our phones too.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: We've been talking about change so much. Eliza, you mentioned change mm-hmm. of technology, and you're talking about change, Mary, of of just how we get places. There weren't cars. <laughs> um, I don't know how many years ago, but some number of years ago there weren't it's cars. You weren't but. alive, like. <laughs> I wasn't alive. But also look at the changes that have taken place inside the church. A church mm-hmm. service today looks largely different than it did Um, 50 years ago, or even 20 years ago, the music looks probably pretty different. The pastor's haircut probably looks different. (laughs) The pastor might even have tattoos, Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. And get this, years ago, people had church in the morning and at night on Sunday, Oh. I had no idea mm-hmm. till I till I started attending a church where they have evening services. Evening service. Like, What's an evening service? Mm-hmm. That's for the pro members. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you have to upgrade to that
1: right. <laughs> premium membership.
2: <laughs> so, Mary, as you're talking about champs of change and so much change happening, I'm I'm realizing that if I really want to connect with an older generation and understand them, then I need to understand all of the change that they have gone through and what it looks like from their perspective to see all of this change. Because I think it can be easy to look at change as stepping back from God's word because there are churches that that is what change looks like for them, disregarding the Bible or, or cherry-picking what we want to uh, take from it. That's what some churches um, change into. So realizing that has helped me sort of have a better understanding of why all of this change might start to um, affect my relationship with the people who are older than I am.
0: Hmm. Before we change from the topic of change, sorry, that's that's not even funny at all. Um, <laughs> it's You know, you just go for it sometimes. Um, it, it, the way the world has gone with with technology in recent years, it doesn't take that long for there to be so much change that you have to be, to use Mary's really cool term, a champ of change, even if you're just, you know, our our parents' age or younger. Um, it, It doesn't take that long i have I've always thought about how someday it'll be this this archaic memory when I tell my kids I remember when we first plugged in the internet in my in my household because <laughs> that's how much things have changed in just you know my twenty something span of life right. and so you know a lot of what we've said has referred to older old, you know older older generations <laughs> but we you know keep in mind just people one tier one one birth order ahead of us they've had to go through just as much i mean you know the internet that that sums it up right there. Yeah, the whole thing is just the internet. It's like, huge, w- yeah. What happened on your planet around the year two thousand? The internet that explains <laughs> it. Like everything, <laughs> everything changed. Um, I I want to hear a little bit about what you teased at Mike, and I think a couple of us have kind of already picked up on this. Oh, put down the phone. Oh, make the connection, but. About how there are a lot of times where it's easy to step back and say, we wish there was this connection here with this other generation, with this other group. What's our responsibility in healing any any division that might be there because there's been a lot of change and we, we relate to the world differently?
2: Sure. Well, I'll give you a little context. I was involved with a church and I was feeling really disconnected from that older generation that in previous churches, I had felt so much a part of, and I was kind of getting frustrated and not not very patient. And so I had a little chat with a pastor and said, hey, what's going on? Why, why is this like this? And, and the pastor gave me, I think, really great advice. He talked first about um, what we already mentioned about perspective and and, and trying to understand what they're going through. But then he also said, maybe you're the one who needs to take the initiative and reach out to them. Maybe you need mm-hmm. to take some responsibility for starting that relationship. And my my response was, no, that's their <laughs> job. They're supposed to be older and wiser. They should be coming to me and reaching out to me. But he he just challenged me to say, maybe that is the case. But it's not happening, so what are you going to do about it? And and I I think that my attitude started changing then and I did start reaching out in, in small ways here and there. And it's amazing how someone will react when they realize that you care about them. Hmm. And it's led mm-hmm. to some really wonderful conversations and memories and even invitations to dinner. Which is what I was waiting for.
3: (laughs) you got it made. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. (laughs) One thing I think is that um, going back to, like we talked about these labels and all these other things that we we don't really want to use is to some people... Were the older generation now?
0: Ooh, you know,
3: and it's like perspective what? shift Yeah, you know, it's like when I told Whoa. someone like I had a CD player, and they're like, "What is that?" So it's like, you know, it's like, well, it was a thing that you know, every few minutes it would skip. You had to hit it, yes. and then you just continued. And um, so, <laughs>
0: if you didn't use the word "skip," I would say you don't know what a CD player right? is. But you yeah. just proved it.
3: <laughs> Fast forward. Um, yeah, so I think that's one of the things to think about too is that no matter where we're at on this there's always going to be this feeling of not connecting with someone who's older, who's younger. And I just think let's just get rid of that all, all around because um, one thing that I was looking at um, earlier this week was just in Peter, it was talking about um, the chosen generation and it doesn't say, it doesn't say Mary is the chosen generation or, you know, Tim, it's, it's, it's you you are the chosen generation. And so talking about who we are in Christ instead of who we are in this world um and i think that's a big part of it because let's not let's not divide ourselves by where you know when we grew up but we're all children of god mm. and you know i and i think tying that in because it's remembering why we love this person right when you're in the church and you're trying to connect with someone why are we reaching out we're reaching out because we're both followers of jesus and 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 we love each other and and we want to enhance the kingdom so it's like things like that too that i think are important for us to remember.
0: Man, if there was (laughs) a nail in the room, it just got hit on the head. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) One thing that I wanted to add is that kind of similar to what you're saying is that we've been talking about how much change and how different um, older people have had their lives. And one thing to remember is that they were our age at one point. Mm. Mm -hmm. They also were learning budgets. They also were finding churches. They also were uh, working on relationships and figuring out what that was for them. And I think it's really important to just ask questions. I remember, um, I love hearing my grandparents' story of how um, they met and uh, were dating and then got married. Like, I just love that story. And it's so cool to see that They are the same as we are.
3: I hope they were doing a podcast just like that. (laughs) (laughs) They were sitting around the room and now it's like, oh, here we are.
0: (laughs) Anything that makes you go back to an empathetic perspective is good. Like, oh, this person is like me because of this. Mm -hmm. And like you just said, remember, they were where we are. And if we're making mistakes, yeah, they're mistakes that young people make. And if we can learn from them, it's because people who have been before us have learned things we can we can learn from or who have learned things that we then can learn from. And like what you said, Eliza, about we're brothers and sisters in Christ, that just got me thinking, like that that breaks down this barrier. That breaks down any status barriers, that breaks Mm -hmm. down race barriers. Like Mm -hmm. if you accept that truth fully that goes for way more than just a uh, "When were you born?" You know, I'm older <laughs> than you, so yeah. Accepting that, like that's 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 what God wants for His family.
3: Yeah, I agree, and I think too. You know, wrapping it up a little bit here, but um, it talks about the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. He is our God, you know, so I think that's the biggest thing to remember in all of this is that we need to be reaching out. We need to be um, just the followers of Christ and, and one big family in that sense, whether the differences are there or not. Just appreciate that. Communicate like we talked about and make the first step. Ask questions. And I think that pretty much wraps it up.
0: Well, we're really glad you joined us today. It's fun just to get to sit around and and talk. And we hope you're enjoying these chats. If you like this, if you like this content, you want to hear more like it, you can subscribe at fln.org slash podcast. And it's super easy. Or you can just search for us looking for family lives. If that makes sense, anywhere podcasts are found. So hope you enjoyed it. And we'll talk to you in the next chat.